Nesbitt. Um, this month, I have been working with a, a small group of individuals in this beta program on happiness. So today, I wanted to continue the conversation about self-care and well-being and, our, and how happiness is an element of that, okay? I have this one question, and you know, I always start out with a well, I try to always start out with a coaching question. And my coaching question for you is, what does self-care look like in everyday practice for you? That's what I want you to be thinking about. That's, that's what I'd like for you to consider. Uh, for me, it is a matter of shifting. It is a matter of shifting from, you know, superficial, what we consider self-care. So shifting beyond the superficial of uh, skin care mask, um, beyond our wonderful spa days, beyond our, our brunches with our, with our buddies and our besties or, you know, by ourselves to a much, much deeper understanding of how, how the brain and how the body functions both in the self and relationship to others in relation to others in my opinion and forgive me now because this is just my opinion and in, in my opinion i do not quite think that we need to place so much money into the self-care industry um, i just don't think that self-care wellness well-being requires a a lot of money it doesn't require a lot of money for us to to feel good or or to do better in life i think from my perspective my opinion it is it is imperative to be able to put time in activating activities that that feel that feel nutritious that feels like manna for our for our well-being for our self-care and most of the time, you know, that does not that does not cost much. This month, like I said, I have been working with a small group, a small beta program, and we have been focused on happiness. And therefore, you have seen happiness affirmations in our group. And to me, this is an element of of the science of well-being. It has it has been a way to reveal misconceptions from a positive perspective of what happiness is. Happiness affirmations are just just one of the elements of integrating a wellness practice into our everyday lives. You know, it only costs cost you, me, cost us a, a level of vulnerability. So one way to improve um, our well-being is affirmations and seeking to be happy and another way to improve our well-being is to consider the relationship that we have with with others and in other words um i of other oriented being other orient so how other orient are you how are you in developing maintaining relationships with others research yeah i always do a little research research shows that that being social makes us happier which means that practicing self-care inherently requires prioritizing some quality time 
Yes, really putting away some time, setting aside time for friends and for people you you care about. My family, we really try to take a vacation together at least once a year. Here shortly, we're going to put together like a um, a legacy dinner. We uh, I don't want to call it a reunion, but like a, a legacy celebration, this legacy dinner. That's what we're putting together. Um, the science shows that we can boost our mood by voluntarily doing nice things for others and by being more other-oriented. So if we want to have the emotional, what would I call it, the emotional bandwidth for the causes that we care about, we need to save time to focus on our mental health, to focus on our well-being. And self-care has a lot to do with our behaviors, our habits, the things that we do. So doing activities that are nutritious to our well-being, that uh, serves as manna for our well-being, like connecting with our friends or engaging in, in leisure activities that um, that that challenges us. Um, <laughs> all these things can boost our mood, boost our mindset, but self-care also involves the development of uh, the development or the shifting of our mindset so that we become more present and we give ourselves more time to savor. That doesn't just happen. That is a mindset shift. That is something that we must consider and practice on consistently. Um, I have been able to center my work, what it is that I do, uh, on the intersection of spirituality, um, the relationship between social justice and legacy development, monetizing intellect and being mindfulness and the connection of belonging and self-care. I've been able to place all of this together and, and have my work centered um, to shift that mindset, to shift my daily mindset on, on, on helping others, um, on helping my community, um, doing nice things for others, you know, working with others, being more other-oriented. So I am thinking of community, community as well. I genuinely believe that we have a responsibility to take care of ourselves, to take care of others, like, like our upcoming generations, like our communities. And we can do this by wearing a mask. We could do this by fighting injustice. We can do this by helping others with their transformations. We can do this by creating a legacy as we seek to monetize our intellect, by not allowing uh, inconvenience to hinder us as we rise together to stand for human rights. I believe that self-care is a method of achieving these goals. So again, I ask, what does, what does self-care look like to you? Mm -hmm.